The Weekly Experience Extra Bits. Uh, Tim Pierce joins us today on this podcast. Uh, local author, hello. Hello. How uh, are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Yourselves, all good? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, how did the love of being a local author be? Basically, how did it come about? Oh, so um, <laughs> a few years ago, I was watching an episode of The Apprentice, and they came up. That's come up with a digital comic, and one team came up with a space boy, which, fair enough, a lot of children like space adventures and stuff like that. Um, and the other team came up with a blob that could speak different languages. And I thought we've not really thought of children there, have you? You've not thought of your audience. <laughs> so uh, I coach locally at Camley Town Football Club. And I know young boys enjoy football. I'm seeing more and more young girls come into the game, which is absolutely fantastic. And I thought to myself, well, why don't they do something football-related? And I know with, you know, the rise in Marvel fandom that kids are enjoying that sort of side of things as well. So why don't we make it an action adventure with a footballer in it? Why don't we make him a spy? And that's really how the idea came about. Uh, initially, I thought to myself, OK, maybe I could do a digital comic, but... Uh, I looked into into that and it was just too Com- involved. Too complicated. Yeah, too complicated, too involved. So uh, I thought to myself, well, why don't I try writing it as a book? And, and yeah, three years ago, I started writing it as a book. I became a bit despondent with it um, halfway through because I thought it was going to come to nothing. Uh, and then last year with lockdown, my wife encouraged me to pick it back up again. And uh, I did. And, and I just managed to smash the book out in, in, in a quick write-up. Don't diss the comic side, because if you wrote something really good, they pick up as a story. That could be a comic, that could be a film. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. Without a doubt, I wouldn't, I wouldn't diss the comic side. I just... I, I just Saves the expense, then. They pay oh, for it. God, I, I looked at it and I thought to myself, God, this is too involved. Um, I, I can't draw for a starter, so I'd have to find an illustrator. And the way that everything's cut and everything after that and, and decisions and stuff like that, I, I just... It wasn't for me. I thought, if I could just write it down on paper, maybe that would be a better solution for Well, me. let's just stop there just for a minute. If I could just write it down on paper, some <laughs> yes, people can't actually write a story. I mean, what made you think you could write to start with? Oh, God, you know, I, I didn't think I could. Uh, I'm, I'm quite a creative person, naturally, so I used to play for, uh, for Recklesham FC. I created their badge for them. I used to do social media for them, um, creating all sorts of photoshopped things. Uh, I do it for my boys now at Camley Town. I've created them some quite funky FIFA Ultimate Team cards and stuff like that that they, they enjoyed receiving. So mm. um, I've always had this sort of creative creativity in me, and I thought, well, let's see if we can transcribe that to word. And yeah, luckily enough, it, it, it came down on paper. So you found the story, yeah. got the inspiration. Did you just write and go from there? Or did you have like a storyboard or something? I did start with a start, middle and end um, with a very brief idea. But for me, I, I picture scenes in my head and I picture around what I could build on that. So, for instance, a, a chapter came out of absolute nowhere for me in that book and that was purely about the fact that I was thinking about how we advance the story in my head and, and certain scenes uh, and, and, and I think it's the fifth chapter which is the chapter about Lee Parker um, which came out of nowhere and actually that, that chapter that I've written there was for, for the readers to, to build empathy with that character and I'm not going to spoil what happens but the idea is that I get you hooked and, and, and falling you know, in love with that character and then something happens, which I won't explain. No, but, uh, it's always good to leave you dangling. Yes. Yeah. So you, you wrote the story. How have you got it into a book? What's happened? What was the journey with that? Yeah, so I 
I, I looked into publishers on Google pretty much. I, di I didn't have any other sort of outlet of, of understanding how to get something published. I understood that there was the self-publishing route. Um, but once again, um, and, and it probably makes me out to be quite lazy, if I'm honest with you, because I'm constantly talking about things I don't want to do. Um, but I, I thought to myself, God, that seems like a lot of effort to get my book out. Um, so I thought, oh, no, I'm going to reach out to some publishers and see, you know, see how we can, we can get on. Um, and I was very fortunate because seven out of the eight publishers actually were willing to pick me up. Um, wow. Yeah. I was, so you put in a, what's it called? A, a manuscript. A manuscript. Yeah, yeah, I put in a manuscript. and uh, The uh, whole lot? Yes, yes, I put in the whole story. I was panicking slightly, thinking, what if someone were to nick they my idea? they pick it up, yeah. take it. Yeah, um, there was that panic initially, but um, <clears throat> I, I think there were some copyright um, clauses around submissions and stuff like that. I was like going to ask you, what were some of the hurdles you faced? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, some of the hurdles that I faced. Um, For I mean, anyone that's listening to this podcast now and thinking, I'd love to write a book, yeah. so what have you encountered? I think, you know, first of all, it was the belief yeah. which is the most important thing I think you have to have if you're thinking of writing a story you need to have that belief if you're thinking of doing anything creative you know creatively you need to have that belief in yourself uh, like I said I dropped I, you know I, I lost belief in myself and it was my wife who picked me back up which I'm very grateful for but I think the, the, you know the most important thing you have is the belief um, another hurdle I encountered very quickly was who's going to design my front cover uh, so I had to find an illustrator um, I, I, you know, and, and I, I wanted some illustrations inside the book. The book, the book is designed for, you know, ten plus children. But I'm being told that children as young as seven have enjoyed it. Um, so the next hurdle was finding an illustrator. And actually, I found a, a local illustrator called Jodie Dowie. She also is from Camberley. Um, I'd seen some of her work, and I thought, you know, what, this is fantastic work. I'd love to get her involved with the book. And she'd never actually illustrated for a book before. She'd just done illustrations, you know, on, online and stuff like that. And, um, yes, yeah, amazing to work with Jodie. I, I can't fault her for anything. She was fantastic. For her first book... I love she, the fact it's your first book and her first book, so it's a joint venture together. Yeah, yeah, we went on that journey together. I think there was a lot of understanding that we needed to, to, to get in place for our first book. We had the support of the publisher on that, which we're grateful for. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, she's, she's gone on to illustrate a number of books since, uh, so she's enjoying doing that. Uh, and, and, and as I said, my second book's manuscript was sent in last night. So so how long did this book, the, first, the book that we have here... How long did it take? Yeah. yeah. Secret agent striker I'm looking at here. That's right, yeah. So how long did that take you to write? So, as I said, I started it three years ago and I became despondent. But in truth, when I came back uh, from that break it only took me about two months to write and I actually wrote the first book and the second book side by side but I thought to myself right I could release this as one big book or I could release it as two separate books and the idea is that you know speaking to a lot of my friends who are teachers it's important that we try and get young children reading mm -hmm. and what I don't want children doing is looking at a book and thinking to themselves that looks far too big. It's uh, way yeah, too big. I'm not interested in reading that. Mm. Um, and as I said, you know, prior to the podcast, that the idea of, of, of the reason the book is, is as big as it is is because we've gone for a, for a big font. And the idea around that big font is I, I work with dyslexic charities uh, to try and understand, you know, how can we encourage children who have dyslexia to read more. Um, I found that there was a dyslexic font available. Um, I tested that with some, some young children and we found that actually that didn't work as well as the font that we've got in, in the book. And it's amazing because I've had feedback from 
uh, a parent actually I, I donated some books to some scouts uh, and one of the uh, scouts and brownies sorry and, and one of the dads actually gave me some feedback to say Do you know what? I've never read a book before because I've struggled so much um, with dyslexia um, but actually I could read your book to, to my children and they enjoyed it uh, and, and since then I've gone on to read five books that's fantastic isn't it it's like a shared experience to start with for the father yeah it's, it's amazing like, I, I appreciate all the feedback from people to say we've enjoyed your story I love it but hearing things like that really make my day and, and I had to meet the author event recently in town uh, Bill Palmer was there he's, he's got the Wayfarer series and uh, Laura Granger the fantastic Laura Granger she had a, a tortoise with her and how do you compete with that children you were, can't people, people were swarming to her with this, with this tortoise that she had with her so your next uh, book review meeting will, you'll have a budgie or something well you? I think I'm going to have to take a football on, on some sort of called leash Wil- called Wilson Wilson <laughs> Wilson yeah. yeah I'll take a football on the, on the leash and see if children be entertained by that but um, I had a, a dad approach me actually at the at the event because uh, I, I reached out to him and said do, do you like football to his son and he was like yeah do you like reading and his dad said well actually he, he's quite dyslexic bless him I said okay no problem and, and, and I wasn't trying to sell the book to him at all I was just intrigued to see if he could read the font in the book mm. and actually his dad said yeah he can read he, he can read some of that so let's see how he gets on and, and he's made a promise to his dad that he's going to read three pages a night over the six weeks holiday so do you know that's fantastic isn't it so you, you set out to produce a book with a fantastic story that engaged children and now and now the parents can read as well to them if they're challenged yeah yeah I think you know throughout the book there's you know I tried to raise disability awareness in the book one of the characters is in a wheelchair um, I have got two very strong females in the book as well the, the main character Sam is a jovial character joke character a bit like myself uh, I'm just not as handsome and tall <laughs> <laughs> but the the two female characters they're they're the ones who get get things done and you know Growing up, I'm 37, so I'm no spring chicken. I know I look younger. You don't have to tell me. No spring chicken, <laughs> if only. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I, I come from a time where women weren't seen as equal. So I think you know it's important to show young boys in today's day and age that women are equal. And and I always use Jacinda Ardern. Uh, the New Zealand Prime Minister is, is my source of oh, inspiration. women in power. Yeah, mm. you know, and, and I'm, I'm always saying whenever I'm having meet the author calls or events, I'm always saying, you know, I think of her when I'm writing about female characters because she's so such a powerful woman mm. um, and community minded and real. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. She's she's fantastic for mm. that country. So, do you think then that the publisher took the book up because of those reasons? amongst the quality of the story of course <laughs> I'd like to think so I, you know the, the feedback I was getting from a lot of the publishers was we like your characters we like the diversity of your characters um, so I'd like to think that that is, is a big reason you know it was key for me to to as I say make the book as available to, to people of all reading abilities and it's not it's not a money thing uh, as, as some people might think it's a money thing it's more about trying to get these children to, to read more, to use their imagination more, let's be creative because we can help mould future like writers yeah, and, and, and show them there's a whole world out there and yeah. you can find it through this. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly and, and hopefully they enjoy the story as well which, mm. which is a big plus because I haven't had too many complaints yet but then 
you know, maybe people just being kind. I don't so you've know. had done the first book. The second one's just gone in for you've submitted it. Yes, yeah, that's so right. So to the publisher. Yes, yeah. And they edit it for you and things like that. Do they? Uh, they do. Give yeah, you a little yeah. bit of feedback. They, they do pro- provide feedback. So that will come out things. when you're hoping for. Uh, that should be out later this year. Okay. So this book was submitted at the same time last year. So I'd expect the the second book will be out later this year. So have we got plans for the next one? Have we got plans? How do you mean, sorry? For another book. Oh, yes, sorry, I do apologise. Yeah, no, I don't, should we restart that one? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Have you got plans for another one? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I've started writing the third book. Uh, so as I said, the first and second book were written side by side, um, but I've, I've started writing the third book. So uh, the first book is called Secret Agent Striker. The second book is called Secret Agent Striker Strikes Back. And the third book is called Secret Agent Striker Game Over. Um, <laughs> it's, got, it's got like a Star Wars theme, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping that not many people would pick that up, but Star Wars is so big, right? Uh, people do pick that up. But the idea is that I'm trying to give you a hint to what the story's about in the title. I also, throughout the story, try and give hints to where the plot's going. And there's so many twists. And I've actually had a lot of feedback from from parents as well to say I didn't expect that here's a question on oh, ask, I can't actually. wait to read it new, new, new age writer okay yep. so I'm picturing uh, an image in my head what you might be doing so are you writing like, like literally scribbling stuff down and creating the story are you typing it out or are you on, on the PC I'm typing it out so, so I'll be sat on my laptop just typing it out um, just have the vision of you sitting by one of those old typewriters you know <laughs> the, oh Mr. Dang <laughs> yeah. days. what was that Angela Lansbury program Murder She Wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder She Wrote, yeah, Murder she wrote. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I mean I don't think I look as good as her typing away um, but no I, I use my, my MacBook to, to write my story and I mean there's the good thing about that is you can make changes very quickly yeah. can't you so, that's very true isn't it yeah, although yeah. you know I have to say when I do stuff like that I worry that it's going to just disappear yeah so do you save it on a USB or something no no like save it into the cloud into um, the cloud so fingers that crossed thing that, yeah that thing up there never fails on me <laughs> um, I know that's the thing yeah. you know if it's all on technology one day it may do and, and then we'll go back to the Angela Lansbury route of exactly. type writing. Clonk. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think, um, you know, I originally, the, the ending to that story was, was slightly different. And I thought about it and I thought, actually, how can we leave it on a bigger twist? Um, and I added the ending about a week before we we published. And, and it's interesting actually to talk about the hurdles that, that we faced. Um, one of them was initially I wrote the story three years ago about a deadly virus. <gasps> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And I thought, you know what? I said to my publisher at the time, as, as uh, you know, once I, I submitted the manuscript and I said to the publisher, you know what? I don't think I'm comfortable with deadly virus. And the idea of children reading is we take them away from reality, we yep. take them on an adventure. And my publisher was like, no, 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 I'm quite happy with it being a, a deadly virus. And I said, okay, I'm not. <laughs> so we changed it to be a brainwashing app. And the idea there is that there are dangers in technology, there are dangers in social media parents can talk to their children if they've been mm. treated in the book and they say what's that book about that's about a brainwashing app oh okay um, uh, do you know about the other dangers of technology do you understand the dangers in now I appreciate you're not going to tell a seven year old that but you know no it's a conversa- conversation opener isn't it it is and my son's 11 so he's changing daily and, mm. and wanting different things and you know I, I have a, a background in IT security so I, I, I have that sort of knowledge around the dangers out there and 
I, I I try and tell him constantly. Now, coincidentally, he hasn't actually read my book. A lot of his friends have read my book, but and the story was written with him in mind. Uh, and I'm constantly challenging my son to go, go on, just read it a little bit more, please. Well, he won't, but it's peer pressure. His friends will say, oh, your dad's written such and such and such and such. Yeah. So you, you still get the information to him, but secondhand. Yeah. No, I, you know, he, he does like the fact that I've written a book and he's quite proud to say, oh, yeah, my dad's written the book. But if anyone said to him, what's that book about? <laughs> He'd go, I don't know. <laughs> All right, OK. So where can we get hold of your book? So it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's available in most countries, actually. It's international. There we go. I'm an in- international oh, author. An international uh, international author. Really <laughs> author. <laughs> Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, sold, I've sold some in Australia, some in America, some in the UK, um, but that'll be the majority of it will be people I know, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Um, it's, yeah, it's available on Amazon. The next one, I'm not quite sure yet. We'll have to work out the, the route to market on that one. You think about doing like, an audiobook version? Yes, yes. So I've, I've got a friend locally, actually, again, um, who's got a fantastic voice. Um, everyone who speaks to him goes, wow, your voice is amazing. And he's always wanted to do voiceover work as well. And we've looked into the costs of producing something like that. It's quite an expensive thing to do, uh, especially as I'd have to take on those charges myself. So, um, I mean, there is a market out there for audiobooks. So I appreciate not everyone enjoys reading. There are children and adults as well that like listening uh, to Yeah, absolutely. To you know, lying in bed at night and don't want to hold the book up. You just want to listen. Uh, 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 well, if anybody wants to listen to me late at night, I'll be very impressed with them. <laughs> Beverly is available as well, by the way. To <laughs> read the book. Yeah. You might need a man's voice. No, yeah. no, you've got that nice voice. But I don't know. Soothing to the ear. Yeah, definitely. I agree. You've got that voice hooked, hooked in a second. You never know. There you are. See, well, thank she, you. she's <laughs> loving it. <laughs> anyway, so we can find this. I'm going to take it home and read it 100% and report back, give you thank a you. review, which oh, no doubt you. will be good. Spread the word. That's Next amazing. Time. Tim, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you all so much for your time. I really appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. The weekly experience extra bit. Don't forget to listen to the rest of the podcast at buzzpodcast.co.uk. 